This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Go 24-7 podcast. A huge, huge edition for LSU in the 2020 recruiting cycle as five-star tight end Arik Gilbert, the highest-rated tight end in 24-7 sports history, announced his commitment to LSU over Alabama and Georgia, as well as a host of others. But Bama, Georgia, the 24-7 sports crystal ball favorites, it was a complete shocker. But we'll get into some of the uh, finer details on how this happened as we get into the podcast. I'm Billy Embody. Joining me, Shay Dixon, Sonny Ship. Guys, uh, I was—I almost kind of passed out when this news came in of, of Arik Gilbert committing to LSU. Yeah, I mean, you talk about a shocker. I mean, this was—you um, know, this this was one that not only shocked uh, Alabama, Georgia, LSU, but it, it was funny when you went back and you look at the video. The kid even said how how big of a shock it was to everybody because everybody was just like, okay, he's putting on the LSU hat right now, and they expected him to take it off and grab another hat. And his family, his mom was didn't know what it was going to be LSU. Just uh, just a major major shocker that uh, you know that turns out to be a uh, a very pleasant one for LSU. This uh, I'll tell you, Billy. This is the biggest kind of recruiting shocker. Uh, since I've been covering LSU recruiting, and that's been well over a decade. I won't age myself too much, but uh, at least in terms of one that went LSU's way, right? And this is a kid who is the highest-rated tight end in the history of 24-7. LSU knew he wanted to be used as a flexed-out tight end, as a wide receiver type. They brought him and his mom in for the Florida game, and the day after, they showed him footage of the Florida game of the season so far and said, look, Here's how we've used former, you know, wide receiver tight end Stephon Sullivan, who's been playing some tight end but has now moved out to receiver. Big-bodied kid. Here's how we've used Thaddeus Moss. You know, we've never used our tight ends in the passing game much in the past, but uh, this offense is different. And, and as you can see, he's playing often. He goes out on routes. Uh, and you'd fit well into this offense. And it was one of those things where he left the visit and they thought, well, you know, we did, our, we did the best we could. We gave him the pitch. He definitely seems like it, but we're probably playing catch-up because Bama's official visit was in the summer. Georgia's official visit was right after LSU's. Then he says, okay, I'm ready to announce. I'm done. So everyone thought, all right, he's either going to go to Bama. That's where everyone always thought he would go. And then there was Georgia. Everybody thought, look, Kirby Smart, they got the final official visit. They're going to roll out the red carpet. It's one of their top in-state targets, obviously. Uh, and LSU was an afterthought. And even LSU, who had been talking to Eric Gilbert, all the way up until the end, he continued to tell them, look, no school knows. The school I'm going to obviously doesn't know. I'm not telling anyone. We then watch, right, and put on the hat. He says very quickly, I'm going to, you know, I'm picking LSU. I'm committed. Puts on the hat, and the whole Marietta gym is dead silent because they're expecting he's about to throw the hat away and put on Bama or Georgia. 
and he throws up the L and says, go Tigers, I'm committed to LSU, and then everyone cheers. And uh, we had Rusty Manziel on the scene from our Georgia site, uh, and he sent us uh, the interview right after with both Eric and his mother. And Eric said, look, I put on the hat, and I think everybody thought I was joking, and no one said anything. And I said, no, guys, this is it. I'm not, not messing around. I'm going to LSU. And his reasoning, you know, his reason was, more than anything, the offense. He said, look, the offense there under Joe Brady uh, and Steve Insmeyer, and he's been recruited hard by John DeCoster, and he really talked up Coach O. Uh, he said they're committed to this. They're, they're doing this kind of new offensive approach, very different than the one George is doing, obviously, but similar to Alabama's, right, a spread-out attack that's going to use the tight end in the passing game. Uh, and he said, I just felt like that was the best fit for me. I like the culture there. I like the school. And then his mom tells us right after – she had no clue. She said, I found out when he put the hat on. I didn't get involved. Uh, her quote was, he could be playing in Canada for all I care. Uh, I'd support him. Uh, it's his decision to make. It's his college experience. Uh, and she said she didn't get too involved. And she said she sort of set up phone calls in the final 48 hours, 72 hours, 24 hours, you know, down to the, the decision with all the colleges. Uh, but said, look, he never told anybody, not even me. Uh, and he went in there and wanted to do his own decision and shock the world. And uh, he did just that. And, Billy, I think the one thing fans are going to love to hear is that he told us right right after he committed, he said, look, no more visits. I'm done. I've already made my official visits. I'm not looking at any other schools. I committed to LSU because I felt that way. Uh, there was a – you did a story where he said he's kind of known in his kind of mind or heart of hearts for about a month now that, hey, I'm leaning that way. And uh, LSU walks away with not only one of the biggest shockers in the recruiting world uh, this cycle, but – one of the best tight ends that's maybe ever committed to LSU. Yeah, guys, uh, like I said, I almost passed out. I, I put my 24-7 sports crystal ball pick in. I'll happily eat crow on, on picking Bama in this one. What a just terrific job by Joe Brady, but especially uh, John DeCoster. And and he's somebody that had Cole Taylor already committed, and, he, and he's – saying, you know what, we're going to swing for the fences. All right, Gilbert, come on down for an official visit. And they land him in the end. They overtake Alabama and Georgia's momentum in this one. But for, for LSU, they're getting somebody that's been dominant in camp setting and dominant on the high school football field on Friday Night Lights. It's funny, this is just, I mean, if you could draw up a prospect, they wouldn't look much prettier than Art Gilbert. Yeah, Billy, and you and you kind of laid out the scene. The the number one tight end in the country, uh, the top ranked tight end in twenty four seven sports history. Uh, and just to give a little more uh, background for for those you know casual recruiting fans, you know you're talking about the number ten overall prospect in the country, the highest rated commit for LSU in the twenty four seven sports. Uh, composite for this class right here. We're talking Elias Ricks. We're talking Rakeem Jarrett. We're talking, you know, we're talking a bunch of really good players. And to get a guy like this, 6'5", 253 pounds, um, has a verified 47840. And, and I know some people think like, oh, well, that's that's not really all that great. But when you consider that there are receivers out there who are putting up big numbers in college at, 205 pounds running a 4.7, that's very, very good for an electronic time for a tight end. He's a guy who's going to stretch the field. You can line him out. We've seen LSU put tight ends, line them out wide this year. Stephon Sullivan, Thad Moss, uh, you know, that's what they're going to. And, and Gilbert's going to fit into that just perfectly. Uh, just a 
you know, I'm like you. It's one of those. It's one of those uh, things that just makes you speechless at the end of the day. Yeah, and Shay, I mentioned Joe Brady. I mentioned John DeCosta. John DeCosta worked. His magic was incredibly close with Art Gilbert throughout this process. But in Joe Brady's offense, and what he saw when he was on his official visit for the LSU Florida game, he saw clearly something that that he wanted to be a part of, and he felt like he can really just contribute in and be a difference maker the way they use Thad Moss. And, and just this this Joe Brady offense is getting a, a piece to pair with some elite wide receivers that is going to be tough to defend for years to come. You know, I think it's exactly what Eric said. It's He wants to be a flexed-out tight end. He is ranked as a tight end. That's what he plays. But he wants to be in that mold of a receiver, and he's talented enough to do it. I know he's a big-bodied kid, huge target, but he's super athletic. I mean, you've talked about that. Uh, plenty on the board. You did a write-up with uh, his film and some thoughts from Charles Power that uh, people can check out on the site. But this is a guy who's a complete mismatch. I mean, he's a nightmare for uh, a defense to figure out how to cover. And I think with LSU, you say, we're trotting out all these receivers, Raheem Jarrett, Jermaine Burton, Coy Moore, uh, Kayshawn Butte uh, in this class. Then you throw in Eric Gilbert, who's by far you know, the best tight end uh, in this 2020 cycle. And they sold him on that. Look, we're going to have weapons all around you. Uh, they're not going to be able to double you. They're not going to be able to do these different things. And you're going to get the ball a ton. And uh, I think he bought into that. He wants to be someone who's not a red zone threat, anything like that. I mean, he will be. But he wants to be used all up and down the field. And, and that's what LSU sold him on. And well said. And, and look, there's, there's a lot that this recruitment does for, for LSU on the field off the field, it, it, it really does just as much in, in terms of the recruiting class, boosting it to the number three overall class in the country, but also for kind of how this class might shape up the rest of the way. What are they going to do now with, with the spots remaining? We'll touch more on that as LSU gets a historic land uh, on, on uh, really a prospect that shocked the world with Art Gilbert committing to LSU. We're going to talk more about what it means for the LSU class and really the future right after this quick break from the Go 24-7 podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to the show? Opportunity. Everybody get down! A new rain is coming to the South Side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes now streaming. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with the Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. The subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. And welcome back to the Go 24-7 podcast. Continuing coverage of LSU's historic land as Art Gilbert commits to the Tigers. We talked a lot about what he's going to bring to the offense, what type of player he is, how this one went down. But now we're going to look ahead to the 2020 class. Sonny, they've got 22 commitments on board. We've got crystal ball picks in from Malcolm Green, Jacoby and Guillory, and there are plenty of other prospects out there. 
let's let's start with with really what this means for Malcolm Green, Jacoby and Guillory. Where do those guys stand in your eyes? They're they're still verifiable takes, and and they're going to have spots to the end. So you got those two guys on board, and that that leaves one if if they do commit. Yeah, there's uh there, there's with 22 guys on board, they can only take 25. There's not going to be any any uh you know any any wiggle room to go to 26 or 27 like they've done in past years, unless they just just do not bring someone in um you know in this fall class and he gray shirts or something of that nature. But that's really about the only thing only wiggle room that they're going to have. But I think what you're looking at, and, you know, Shay touched on it, you've touched on it, and I've touched on it, is that they are dead set on taking the best guys available. You know, one thing the staff does is they do a really terrific job of outlining what's expected from guys after they commit, continuing to progress on and off the field, no red flags, no, uh, you know, no running afoul with the law, no um you know no no issues with school and things like that and so when they start dissecting all that and when they start looking at things like that you know i think that they're going to i hate to use the word process but they're going to they're they're going to they're going to have to make some difficult decisions to free up to free up you know at least two maybe three spots uh cuz you mentioned Jacoby and Guillory you mentioned Green You've got Zach Evans coming in this weekend, five-star running back out of Texas. He's coming in this weekend on an uh, on a visit, and um, you know you've got you've got uh, another very you know elite running back slash slot slash kick returner coming in uh, the weekend after that. And so it's it's going to be interesting to see how they juggle these numbers because you know I think when you look at when when you look at the edge rushers they have coming in. We're talking Donnell Harris. You're talking about BJ Ojolari, who's still in the mix. Uh, Philip Webb. There's going to be some. Um, there's going to be some more attrition in this class, I think. And, and Shay, what 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 do you feel like this this impact is is to the the 2020 class? I mean, we can talk about Zach Evans. We can talk about Jacoby and Guillory and these guys that, for the most part, will have spots all the way up until the end. But I, you kind of have anything to share in terms of kind of where your head's at with this class now, because for all of us, I think we weren't really sitting there saying, well, if, if they get our Gilbert, this could happen. So where does that kind of leave things? You know, the biggest thing is now they're at 22 commits, you know, that they're going to have to do some more thinking about what is the best 25, not the first 25. Uh, that's for starters. But uh, Billy, you and I have talked about this plenty on the board. B.J. Ojolari goes to his school. We know that B.J. Ojolari is firmly, you know, he's committed to Tennessee, but he almost committed to LSU. He's one of the best edge rushers in the country. And Eric said right after he committed, he said, look, there's, you can look around this room. There's some guys I'll be recruiting, uh, to paraphrase him, meaning uh, that LSU would be turning up the heat even more now uh, on a guy like B.J. Ojolari, one of the best pass rushers in the country. And I think it means that guys like Rocky and Jarrett, all these guys will stick, not just because of him, but because they see how LSU's doing on the field, how they're finishing. We feel great about Jacoby and Guillory. Uh, and now, Billy, I think they're looking at running back, OT, and edge rusher, uh, and maybe the safety spot of how do we finish this thing out and how do we finish it out with the biggest possible splash uh, we can because uh, there's no doubt this is the biggest recruiting kind of moment tidal wave of the 2020 cycle and it's LSU's uh, in the driver's seat. And another big piece of this guys that I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about, it's one thing for LSU to beat Georgia on the recruiting 
you know, battleground on the trail and all of that stuff. We've seen LSU beat Georgia inside Tiger Stadium and really beat them down. But this was one that most everyone was confident that that Alabama was going to end up with with Art Gilbert and 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 myself included. And look, he didn't tip his hand and and he kept things really under wraps. But for you guys and and especially at Ogeron, how big is this in terms of changing that narrative? on the recruiting trail and and while they've had a top five class and they've been ahead of Bama at times, this is, this is something else. Yeah, I think it's a, uh, I I think it's a big step. And when, when LSU beat out Alabama for Jaqueline Roy, you know, that was one that you say, okay, you know, that's an in-state, that's a Louisiana guy. He's in Baton Rouge. He's on LSU's campus. He's got a good friend who's already in the class and major burns you looked at that and you said, okay, you know, it's not totally out of the realm of possibility that LSU could beat out Alabama, that LSU is going to beat out Alabama here. But I think when you look at, when you look at Gilbert, this is one of those that I thought these recruiting battles that LSU would start winning, winning, winning more of these once they beat Alabama on the field. But to, you know, to, to win these two big battles right here and barring something unforeseen, um, you know, I think they're going to beat out Alabama for Jacoby and Guillory as well. And, and when you, when, when you, when you look at that, I mean, it's just a lot of momentum. It's just a lot of, a lot of real positivity for Ed Orgeron and this staff and, and, and major kudos to those guys because this staff is recruiting at a totally, at a totally different level, and they were recruiting at that level before people were seeing this production on the field. Well, you know, for me, look, Bama's won plenty of recruiting battles against LSU because of how well that they played. They win national championships, uh, and they've recruited some guys out of Louisiana, but you look at this class, LSU put their foot down on Jalen Lee, Jaquelin Roy, Kayshawn Butte, uh, the list goes on of Louisiana kids that they wanted. Then they go in there to Georgia, a neutral state, and steal a guy like Gilbert, uh, when Bama felt it was going to be them. Uh, I don't know if we're seeing a shift here, but uh, we definitely are seeing a major statement made by LSU and Ed Orgeron right now that, uh, what is it? The quote is, we coming. Uh, and I think for Orgeron, it's finally coming to fruition. Well said, guys. I, I just think it's going to be one of those things that now we and, and the entire recruiting world has to reckon with LSU as, as being a team that on any given recruitment, any given announcement, you can see LSU beating out an Alabama or whoever else for any of these elite prospects. It's been a fun one to cover. We, we, we needed a little recruiting boost in terms of a surprise, and LSU, Ed Ogeron, and the entire staff certainly got it with Art Gilbert. What a, uh, what a job by the staff. Uh, John DeCoster, number one, and, and the rest of the crew uh, working this one. And for all of us to go 24-7, we hope you guys enjoy our coverage of Art Gilbert committing to the Tigers. We'll have much more on the commitment and uh, what's next for LSU on the recruiting trail as we uh, follow this one uh, heading into a busy weekend on campus with plenty of official visitors on tap. So keep it locked on Go 24-7 this entire weekend as LSU takes on Auburn, 2.30 Central on CBS on Saturday. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. 
Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.